all Christmas music all season long. We're your home for the holidays. WNSM DB Notes Fire Radio. And you're on the morning blend. Good morning, friends. Paul Gibbs with you as we continue with the morning blend. And joining me by phone as my guest co-host is Heather Thomas Van Deren. Heather, you there? I am here and happy to be. Wonderful. <laughs> let me let me turn you up just a little bit. There we go. How's things in Texas this morning? It's a little nippy. We're not seeing any snow, so I guess that's a good thing. Well, snow in Texas doesn't always go over well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you, do you, I mean, going back 20 years, 30 years, does, does you guys have snow more often down there? Um. Maybe. maybe. I mean, you know, they had that thing that they called Snowmageddon a couple of years ago. Uh, That was a real doozy. Uh, (laughs) But uh, no. um, Yeah, we we usually get at least a dusting every year and sometimes something a little more significant. Yeah. Well, up here in Pennsylvania, and I'm from upstate New York, but I mean, when I grew up in the 60s, early 70s, it was like, I mean, it was snow pretty much, especially in upstate New York, it was snow from Thanksgiving on. I mean, nothing to get a major snowstorm at Thanksgiving. And they say here in Pennsylvania that uh, it was kind of the same thing, although Christmas maybe was about the first snowstorm, but then it pretty much, it, it lasted and you know right through March. But now it's like nothing. We have nothing here at all, so... Anyway, oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the whole global warming thing. I don't know if we're. I don't know I about don't that know. either. I don't. Yeah, know. I'm, not, I'm not. You know, offering opinion one way or the other. All I know is there used to be snow, and now there isn't. Anyway, well, <laughs> Heather, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the morning blend. Oh, it is such a pleasure and. Thank goodness for technology, huh? Uh-huh. We learn as we go. Uh, we didn't, couldn't do it last <laughs> week, but we're doing it this week, and uh, I think it, I think it's it's working out great. And friends, as you're listening, uh, you uh, if you want to hear this again or you can't stay with us for the whole hour, we're, we are recording this, and we're going to put it online as a podcast, and uh, we'll all be posting the links so that you guys can hear the whole thing or hear it again or whatever. So, uh, Heather, let's get some let's get some music going. Um, Laura Hawthorne, have you ever done this song, "Breath of Heaven"? Have you ever recorded it or sung it? I have absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Amy Grant's the one that made that so popular, and mm. it is so beautiful. And Laura Hawthorne does an incredible job. Oh, she does of she delivering does. this song. Mm. Yes, it is so beautiful. Is she up your way? Is, I, is she? No, I don't think she is. I think she's from the southern part of the country somewhere. We have lots of her music on the station. I actually uh-huh. interviewed her one time. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure, quite sure where she's from. Oh, I tell you, she is she is blessed. She's, She's got, got great vocals, awesome great voice. presence, and um, boy, people are going to really enjoy this if they have not heard it before. I think they will. Here's Laura Hawthorne with Breath of Heaven on The Morning Blend.
Yeah, she certainly does have a wonderful voice, doesn't she, Heather? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I think I cry every time I hear that song. It's, it is so gorgeous. Isn't it beautiful? Now that's, yes. And, and you, did you record that yourself? No, I did not. I was with a ladies trio called Hearts to Him for 10 years, oh. and my girlfriend, Dorinda, actually sang that and recorded it. And then after I went solo, I sang it a couple of times. Okay. But uh, it's not in my regular repertoire of songs, uh, mm. but I love it. Yeah, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Laura, um, I think she's from South Carolina. I'm not sure, but yeah. Um, so, Heather, did you know that today... Thursday is National Call a Friend Day. Well, there you go. We accomplished that, didn't we? We got it. <laughs> we got it down. <laughs> it's it's actually it's actually uh, drink a cup of coffee day as well. And we've got that we covered got too. And <laughs> again, it's like not National Coffee Day. It's just drink a. I mean, but every day is drink coffee day. So you are a coffee drinker. I am. I started very, very young. You know, um, uh, my parents let me put the cream and sugar in my coffee, and off I went. So Really? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you a tea drinker as well? I was going to ask you, coffee or tea, but... I am. I'm. Yeah. I'm both. I love. I love hot liquids. I abs- absolutely. Okay. And and the uh, Christmas tea. I have a recipe for Christmas tea that is really uh, good. Okay. A girlfriend gave it to me. So, oh yes, yes, mm. yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Well, we drink a lot of coffee here at Notespire, and that's. Uh, we don't have a coffee maker in the studio. That's. I was thinking maybe Santa would bring us one this year, but he didn't. I don't know why. But uh, maybe he doesn't want you to be too wired that, up. That could that could be. And and speaking <laughs> speaking of that, um, do you know why the the elves are not allowed to drink? Because for what you just said, the elves uh, Santa's elves are not allowed to drink coffee because that would just be a disaster. And they, <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what keeps them going. You would think maybe they, they're overdosing on caffeine already, but, uh, I mean, those guys got a lot to do. And aren't they cute? They are so cute. They are so cute. <laughs> we can, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to share. Okay, I'm going to share. In fact, they, they're begging me to do this. Now, they do this for, for one of the podcasts, the Jeff Scott Music Hour. But here's, here's what the elves do. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas from the Jeff Scott Music Hour. Yeah, that's what they, aren't they cute? <laughs> <laughs> very cute. Yeah, very cute. Anyway, all right. So, Heather, um, Christmas down there in Texas. Any any different? I mean, everything's bigger in Texas. They say. I'm not. Is that is that like true? And how does that relate to Christmas? And then we're going to morph into this next song you've got. Well, I don't know. Uh, we have lots of shopping. Uh, Texas is bigger, so we've got more shopping. More How shopping? about that? Okay. <laughs> and are you close to, uh, you're on kind of a, like a farm ranch type thing down there. Yes, we live on a 50-acre farm, and we raise registered Black Angus show cattle. And, oh. you know, the longer that time goes by, the closer to the city I get. Figure that one out, because I'm not moving. You're not moving, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay so the city's coming to you uh it is it is Uh uh-huh this next song um so are christmas trees bigger down there (laughs) i really don't know uh you know i guess it just depends on how much rain you get and texas hasn't gotten a lot of rain over the past couple of years so we've kind of Kind of been in a drought state, so I would say right now they're not bigger. <laughs> not bigger, yeah. And I suppose it depends on how long you let them grow, too. That's what I was going to ask you: real tree or artificial? Ah, uh, well, artificial. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, I like to keep it simple. I have enough to do as it yeah. is on the farm, so um, right. I just stick a, a, a artificial one up and and go with it. How about when you were younger? 
Oh, we always had a real tree. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Always. And that was so fun going to look for the perfect tree. And we had a fireplace in our home. And so that just made it even more, you oh. know, cozy and Christmassy. And nice. even in Houston, we used a fireplace on occasion. Okay. Houston is south, south, south. Uh, but uh, we still had some cold, nippy nights. Uh-huh. So the fireplace got fired up, so, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. We had a real tree, too. I, I grew up, the first few years of my life, I lived on my aunt and uncle's farm, which was about 10 miles from uh, Granville, New York, where I uh, where I grew up. Um, we moved into into Granville, into the little little village of Granville when I was about five. and But we always... Every year, we'd go back up to the farm, you know, for the holidays. We'd go up on Thanksgiving, up for Christmas dinner, Easter dinner, whatever. And my cousin Dexter and I would go out into the field every year, and we would, yeah, we'd find a tree. It was kind of a Charlie, usually a Charlie Brown tree, but, uh, you know, that kind of a thing. But they just didn't have nice trees up on the farm. It wasn't like, you just had to find what you could get. But that's what we did. And, you know, Heather, I always said when my kids were little, they will experience at least one Christmas. I'm going to let them experience a real tree. But you know what? We never did. Never oh, yeah. wow. I feel bad well, about that now. I maybe start over with your grandchildren. Maybe that, that's a good idea. <laughs> so, Rockin' Round the Christmas Tree, tell us about this song. Oh, well, you know it's a good classic song, and uh, Brenda Lee made that popular in her 20s, and she's like... 78 years old now Is she really? I think, yeah. yeah somewhere I saw that they just did a news report on her and she's still just as cute as ever even at 78 years <laughs> old but yeah i love that so here we are talking about christmas trees and now we're going to rock around it <laughs> yeah wasn't it like a, a number one a number it one song was, or something? Absolutely. It sure was for a long time. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, it's a great, great song. It brings back a lot of memories for me. And I know that it does for a lot of your listeners, too, because it's just a good, classic, clean, fun mm-hmm. Christmas song. Yep. Well, here we go with Heather Thomas Van Deren and Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Let's go. Here we go. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree at the Christmas Rockin' around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. And later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. You will get a sentimental feeling when you hear voices singing. Let's be jolly, deck the halls with mouths of holly. Rockin' around. And there we go. All right, push the right button, ball. There we, we had to wait for the ending, didn't we, Heather? I love that ending. Cool. I, at the ending of that song, I always want to go, wow. Yeah, you should have. That was great. Oh, and I got to ask you, when you recorded that, I'm guessing that maybe 
it wasn't Christmas time? You might have recorded that maybe in the summer or the fall? Well, that's the way it has to work if you want to get your album out for Christmas. Absolutely. And I'll Mm -hmm. bet you had a lot of fun. Those those guys were rocking. Oh, boy. I tell you, I have some of the best studio musicians ever, and I love them. And they have recorded on uh, the last four albums of mine, and yeah. so we're we're more like family. Oh, uh, so cool! So yeah, cool. and and you probably have a lot of input, and they do too. You probably it's a shared uh, it's a shared experience as far as like producing the songs and stuff. So uh, absolutely, yeah. well, I have a producer. His name is Greg White, and he is the magic behind the music for sure. Okay, and then uh, then the musicians they definitely get free reign to just be who they are. Amen. And and uh, it is fun. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Hey, what, you want to talk about this next song, Michael Stosik? I tell you what, I listened to that song and was really impressed. It is so beautiful. Mm. Uh, you know, that song, What Child is, is This? That is actually a rendition of the original song called Green Sleeves. And that is such an old song, 1871. Talk about a classic. I didn't know that. It goes back that far. Yes, it does. And it goes back to that tune. And um, he did such a beautiful job with it's simple and gorgeous acoustic and piano. I love it. Amen. Amen. So we'll we'll play this one. And then, Heather, we'll go right into uh, Michael W.'s. Smith. Oh, yeah. Somewhere in my memory. So we're going to give our listeners two in a row here, and then you and I will be back to talk some more. We're going to talk about fruitcakes coming up. So (laughs) nothing nothing personal for you listeners, okay? All right. (laughs) The best way to start your day, the Morning Blend with Paul Gibbs. child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping whom angels greet with anthem sweet while shepherds watch our keeping is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the The silent word is pleading. Nails, spear shall pierce him through. The cross be born for me, for you. Hail, hail the word made flesh. The Salvation brings Let loving hearts Enthrone Him Raise, raise the song on high The virgin sings Her love 
Christ is born, the babe, the son of man. Raise, raise the song on high, the virgin sings her And happy New Year! Celebrating the reason for the season. We are WNSMDB Notes by Radio, and that's Michael W. Smith. Somewhere in my memory, Heather, I just found out I hadn't. I was looking to see who the the child was singing that song. Did you know? <laughs> that is so funny that you said that because I'm wondering the very same thing, and I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm doing some research here. Did and I didn't know this. That song was written for the movie Home Alone. 
Is that right? It was, yeah. Wow. Uh, originally appeared in the first uh, Home Alone film. Music was composed by John Williams, of course, very famous songwriter. And the lyrics were written by Leslie Bricus, uh, nominated hmm. for Academy Award for the Best Original Song and Grammy Award for Best Song Written for Visual Media. But it doesn't tell me who the little girl was, or it, might, it could have been a boy. I'm not sure. So I guess right. Yeah. Anyway, beautiful song. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to have to go back and get my DVD out now. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Let us know about that. Okay. Oh, and if you guys, if you guys listening, if you want to say hello or you've got a comment, anything, uh, if you're listening uh, live here or on uh, on the replay, just uh, if you want to. Uh, Get a hold of us. Just follow Notespire Radio on Facebook or Instagram, or you can uh, find Heather Thomas Van Deren on your, your social media pages too, right, Heather? Exactly. I would love it. You know, I love my social media, especially Facebook. I am uh, really, really glad to have that. Yeah. A lot of people um, aren't so sure about social media, but Facebook has been wonderful for my ministry. Mm, amen. So it's, uh, and how do they reach you exactly? They find well, you? my Facebook is just under Heather Van Deren, but they can also go to my website at htvministries.com and contact me through email. There you go. Oh, HTV Ministries, Heather Thomas Van Deren. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so somewhere in my memory, that uh, they just kind of jogs our memories, uh, I think, so, like, one of the first memories of Christmas I have, for example, um, and I don't know why, I have always, and my wife teases me about this, I, I have, I, I love the smell of new tires. I know, that's, I know it's weird, but, like, we, we check out of, of Sam's Club, for example, and we're walking past the automotive, and I just love just to linger and smell the tires, and, and again, my wife says, you are weird. I know. So, I have a tendency to agree. They, uh, it gives me a headache. Uh, okay. <laughs> but here's, I, I do want to, exp- with a little bit of explanation, it goes back to one of my early memories of Christmas when I was probably six or seven years old. I got a little uh, pedal car that uh, you pedaled. I think it was a chain drive little thing, and it had rubber tires on it. Isn't and that something? That's probably the what I smelled, you know, filling the room with that new tire smell. That might be that might be why I love the smell of tires so much. Okay, so that's a weird <laughs> one for me. So what about you? Any early memories of Christmas or traditions? <laughs> I have a bunch of memories, and I don't know if any of them are quite that weird, Paul. Well, well that might be a good thing. I don't know. Uh, you know I, I grew up in Houston uh, since I was five years old, and so those were where all of my memories came from. And I had, I was an only child, and I had a set of parents that absolutely loved me beyond distraction. And we had such great memories. We had always had our grand, my grandparents involved, and they were always present during the Christmas season, and they would come in from out of town. And one of my very favorite memories, Paul, was my papa. Uh. He he had this tradition of buying a box of chocolate-covered cherries for everybody that that was there. And so at Christmas, when we were all sitting around getting ready to open our presents, my papa would get up and he would hand everybody a box of chocolate-covered cherries and a $20 bill. Ooh. And that was, that was his Christmas tradition. Oh. And uh, I still, for the longest time, I bought chocolate-covered cherries and wrapped them up under the tree every year. But the chocolate-covered cherries that you find now are not the same. It kind of ruined it for me. Mm. <laughs> but that just, um, you know, family, uh, family gatherings and spice cider. And my daddy worked for 42 years for Mrs. Baird's Bakery. And let me tell you something. He knew how to make good cinnamon rolls. Oh, boy. And the great big kind and so every year at christmas he would get in the kitchen and work on those cinnamon rolls oh they oh. just melted in your mouth oh, oh. the house must have smelled so good 
Oh, yes, absolutely. There's just so many memories. And it's funny how uh, as we grow older, those memories don't fade. They stay with us because they were very, very special. It's so true. Christmas can even rubber, even rubber Rubber tires. tires. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, amen. Amen. Oh, and I'm sure that our listeners have a lot of, uh, a lot of traditions and memories and things. And I, you know, it just, um, also either as we go older and I I don't want to, you know, uh, harp on the on the negative, but uh, maybe turn it into a positive. You know those Christmas blues or whatever. You know Christmas, the memories of things, and isn't it kind of a mixed bag as we remember uh, remember Christmas the way it used to be, and maybe it's not. It hasn't been like that for somebody. What would you? Uh, any thoughts about that? Uh, do you, did you do you experience that? And how do you? Uh, now, what would you say to somebody that maybe just, uh, you know, yeah, you guys talk about all these memories and things, but you know what? For me, Christmas just wasn't, wasn't, wasn't merry anymore. You know, and that can happen to a lot of folks. Um, for some reason, we get emotional during the holidays, mm. and it's, it's not just Christmas. It, it can be Valentine's Day, birthdays, anniversaries. We seem to put a lot of hope into those special days, and I think sometimes we set ourselves up for disappointments yeah. because we have our hopes set so high that this year is going to be the perfect Christmas or this year is going to be the perfect Valentine's. My theory is be the difference, Mm. you know, and don't, don't worry about what was in the past and the bad feelings or the, you know, the family dysfunction or whatever it might have been. Be the difference, seize the day and remember that there are folks that have gone on before us to glory my mamma and my papa, they're two of them. My parents are there as well. Yeah. They're in heaven. So we have a perfect Christmas reunion to look forward to, guys. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Heather, the, our next song is The Nativity. Tell us a little bit about that and uh, set this one up for us. Well, you know, that is another memory, actually, because this song was, it's it's on my Christmas CD, and it's just simply titled Christmas. So if anybody's looking for it, I couldn't get very creative. I just named it Christmas. That's going to get many more accurate either, right? Exactly. But uh, Leah and Womack wrote this song, and when I first heard it, I was in tears because I felt like she had written this song for me. Mm. And that just goes to show you what King Solomon said in Ecclesiastes, that there's nothing new under the sun. No, nothing. There's always someone else that is experiencing something similar. But uh, when I was a little girl, my mom had one of these teeny, teeny, tiny, I'm talking about maybe five inches at best, nativity scene, and it was all one piece, and it was very fragile, so she had it in her china her china hutch every year, and I was not allowed to touch it. And I would stand on tiptoes, just like the song says, yeah. and I would look inside, and I would, as a childlike faith and a childlike uh, inquisitiveness, I would wonder, so that's baby Jesus in that manger. I wonder what that was really like. Mm. And I wonder wonder what it would have been like if I had been there. I knew all of the stories. I had Jesus in my heart as a young child. And that's what this song describes. And it makes us realize we can still be the difference for baby Jesus today. Mm. And the song is incredible. I hope your listeners enjoy it. Yeah, this is the nativity. Great great setup there, Heather. Thank you. Here's Heather Thomas Van Daren with the nativity. I remember every Christmas on my mother's china I was not allowed to touch I would stand on tiptoes Peering pensive and eyes wide Imagining what I would 
of Christian music on the Morning Blend. Heather, that was just beautiful. I have never heard a, another, a, a, a nicer version of that song. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. You know, I want to make sure people know that uh, is, uh, more than one Christmas album, did you do Did you do the one, or have you, have, you got more than that? I just have one. Okay. And, you know, you can, you can download any of that stuff from any major download um, you know, website and um, Spotify, whatever, and then they can get the hard copy from my my website as well. So mm, beautiful! It, it is a blessing. I was very thankful to be able to have have put that album together. And you said Leanne Womack wrote that song. She did. Yeah. So she and I had very similar experiences, didn't we? I guess you did. Wow. I mean, that's <laughs> like you, what you described was like what the song was talking about. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Um, I want to remind our listeners, Heather, that they can uh, hear this uh, this show this morning as we're getting together. We know that some people can't tune in at all or can't tune in for the whole uh, for the whole show, but they, this will be on uh, the podcast sites and we'll be sharing the links that people can download or stream uh, this uh, this show this morning. Heather, this uh, let's lighten it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> Well, here's a joke for us. What happens when no one comes to your Christmas party? Well, you can have your fruitcake and eat it, too. Yeah. Um, (laughs) 
Speaking of fruitcakes. <laughs> speaking of fruitcakes. No, not him. Um, <laughs> it says a pineapple fruitcake was actually brought along on the Apollo 11 space mission. Yes, that's true. Hmm, I wonder if they were wanting to see if it would implode or something. I think they, it might have some kind of a test. Some kind of a test. And uh, I, I can't confirm this, but I think they might have used it to, to repair part of the heat shield as they were coming, coming back in. So, hey, okay, that's all right. Enough, enough that's of that. That's funny. But, but actually, Wednesday, just, just yesterday, was National Fruitcake Day. I, okay, well, actually, I love fruitcake. I was just going to ask you that. I do. It's a little weird, but I still like it. It's not as weird as rubber tires. But. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so you like fruitcake? I do. Actually, um, you know, there was always one under the tree from somebody when I was growing up. I'm not exactly sure who. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, okay. it was. <laughs> so, you know, Johnny, it, it was Johnny Carson. We can blame him for the decline in popularity of fruitcake. It was nice. I think, maybe you remember this, it was 1978, I think, Johnny Carson said this famous line that there really only one fruitcake in the entire world, and people just keep giving it back, back and forth to each other. <laughs> you know, for some reason, all of a sudden, fruitcakes uh, were, became, you know, uh, dropped out of favor. But for you, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I haven't had one in years, but if someone gave me one, I'd eat it. Would you? What, <laughs> yeah. what, is, what is in fruitcakes, anyway? Uh, fruit. fruit? Okay. <laughs> All right. I heard uh, dates. No, I've never made one, so I really, I know there's probably some type of gelatin or something, and lots and lots and lots and lots of sugar. Lots of sugar, (laughs) yes. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Final Harvest uh, has a wonderful song, and they didn't write this one, but they're the only version that I've ever heard. So, um, without further ado... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> get get ready to laugh. This is a great song. Here's Final Harvest with Fruitcake. Here we go. Yeehaw. The postman came this morning. A package had arrived. I thanked the man, shook his hand. Then I went inside. I tore into the box to see what wasn't there. That's when all of my excitement turned into despair. Oh, what in the world am I gonna do with a fruitcake? It's made of all those squishy things that I will never eat. I wish there was a special place for fruitcake. And the fruitcakes that send fruitcake to me. I could use it for a doorstop or a heavy paperweight. I could give a bite as punishment for the dog to lose his weight. But that's not fair to Fido. Might even be a sin. So I think I will recycle it and send it to a friend. Oh, what in the world am I going to do with a fruitcake? It's made of all those squishy things that I will never eat. There was a special place for fruitcake And the fruitcakes that sent fruitcake to me So if you get a package with no return address If you start to feel that gnawing feeling of distress And if the box is heavy, five pounds if it's an ounce Don't worry about how much it costs It's the part that counts So Of all those squishy things you'll never eat. I think I found a special place for fruitcake. So please don't send your fruitcake to me. There we go. (laughs) That is great, isn't it? 
It is classic. I just love it. I couldn't sing. I could not sing that song. No way. I don't think I could either. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's Final Harvest. Three ladies. Uh, I think one, uh, two of them are mother and daughter, and then another friend. They're from upstate New York, actually, and they've uh, they've been singing together for a long time. I'm not sure where that song comes from, but, boy, that is a classic recording. It is great. Uh, it's a wonder you don't hear it more. Oh, my goodness. That is true. That is true. I like that. You can use it for a doorstop. Uh, <laughs> But don't feed it to the dog because that's gonna that's a sin. Uh, could could be a sin. Yeah, I, I've heard that some fruitcakes were even actually uh, used to uh, reinforce the Great Wall of China, and they're, they're, they're still there. They are still there. Anyway. That's great. <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh, we don't have this song, Heather, but you know, do, do you know what the actually the most recorded Christmas song in history is? Any guess? Hmm. White Christmas. Oh, good guess. That was like the best, the, the most, re, most uh, selling or whatever, selling, uh, but not the most recorded. Yeah. Gee, I just don't know. Okay, 733 different versions, not the song, but the versions have been copyrighted since, uh, or whatever, since 1978. It's actually Silent Night. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't have that song. I, do, I did play it the first uh, for the first hour of the show. Mm-hmm. So Heather, let's uh, we're getting down to the wire here, but let's talk about this next song. You want to? Uh, Yvonne Hartman's going to sing for us. Do you want to talk about this? You know, it is a beautiful song, and I had not heard it before. And uh, is this an original? This do is. you know? She, she wrote this one. Oh, my goodness. Yes. The proof is in the manger. Is that not the truth? Mm. No matter no matter what Christmas means to us, we have to remember that uh, Jesus is the Son of God, and He came for us, and that is the proof. We have historical proof, and, and we have spiritual proof as well. And I just love this song because it puts everything into context. Mm. She had a great song, a great version, a great, excuse me, great job on this song. And she wrote a wonderful song. So here it is. This is our friend from Pennsylvania, Yvonne Hartman. And the proof is in the manger, my friends. Here we go.
proof is in the manger. Amen, Heather. Amen. And she did a great job on that. Um, I'm not sure what else we can say about that. That really, that really does tell tell the story right there. We've got time for one more, Heather. You want to set up this one? Uh, Go tell. I love this song. I've heard this song. Uh, uh, your version of this. Uh, you and I think you wrote this. Oh, no. No, I didn't. Um, um, This was a song from 1999 that the Martins made popular. Ah, I believe they actually wrote it. Okay. And so it's been a while since it's been out, and I just wanted to revive it and rearrange it and and give it... uh, Give it another shot. It's worth hearing, you know? And it's so funny because you did a great job at lining out the songs today, Paul, because this is the perfect song to follow Yvonne's song. Mm. So that's what we're supposed to do. Go tell about that baby Jesus. Okay, let's play this one, Heather, and then we'll come back and and chat just for a second more, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap things up. Here we go with Heather Thomas Van Deren and Go Tell. Boys, don't you be afraid It's the night of your life There's a babe in a manger That the whole world needs to know It begins here with you Here's what you must do Go tell, go tell, go tell Go tell Under the tree, it's who's around it that matters. Your Christmas music station, WNSMDB Notes Fire Radio. Go tell Heather, great job on that one. 
Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Uh, you're, and uh, again, you, uh, you've you got some great musicians I know that you're working with. Uh, the quality of the, the music and things that you guys put out is just is just awesome. Um, but over, over the top of all of that, go tell. Go tell. Yeah. Yeah, we are... We are not, it's not just a suggestion, is it? No, it's not. It, it was, you know, if Jesus says to do it, it's a commandment. Uh, and that was one of the final things that he said before the ascension was to to spread the gospel throughout all the world. Yeah, amen, amen. Well, Heather, we're out of time, so thank you so much for being with us this morning. We appreciate you taking your time out of your morning to uh, to share with us here. It's been a blessing, Paul. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. You're welcome. Now, uh, before we go, let let people know uh, again about how to get a hold of you. And uh, you've got uh, have you got some music things coming up that we can look forward to? I do. I have three more songs to record to complete my next album, and that'll be out in 2024. Cool. And uh, so just go to com, and you can catch me there. All right. Amen. Well, thank you, Heather. We'll we'll do this again sometime. Sure. uh, Friends, thank you for listening to The Morning Blend this morning. News is next, and we've got the greatest Christmas and holiday music for you 24-7. And uh, we're going to do that right up until midnight on New Year's Eve. All right. Heather, bye-bye. We'll see you you again. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye.